Charlie ran as fast as he possibly could. He raced the mile and a half up the course toward the top of Hay Street Hill as crowds of groggy early morning partiers gathered to watch the race. People milled around, dressed in all manner of regalia, from nude to fully costumed. Some stopped to watch him, an unexpected runner in street clothes far ahead of the front runners. In fact, the race hadn't even started yet. Charlie glanced at his watch. Two minutes clicked by, then three. Did he still have a five-minute mile in him? Now spectators began to scream for Charlie as he tore along the race course, giving it everything he had. For a moment, it reminded him of his quarterback days with the Blue Jays when they were high school divisional champs. Somewhere behind him, he could hear sirens. Charlie hastened his pace. No police car was going to break through this logjam of humanity. He hoped they had their bikes. The apartment building was just ahead. Hayes Street Hill was widely known as the best place to see the full breadth of the moving cocktail party that was the Bay to Breakers foot race. As usual, the sidewalk was packed. Little did they know that every last one of them could be dead in just a matter of moments. That is, unless Charlie made it to the rooftop first. Charlie reached the buzzers of the building and began pressing every button without stopping to catch his breath. Within seconds, two apartments had buzzed him in. This is how it is on a party weekend in the city, he thought happily as he tore inside. Chaos made everything easy. Chapter 1 The news would not be good. Pamela Delacroix knew that before her fingers even closed around today's chronicle. She stared at the newspaper that had just been tossed on her walkway. She considered ripping off the plastic shroud that covered it like an ill-fitting condom and racing directly to the offending article. She considered shredding the damn thing into a million pieces, marching straight across town and tossing it all into the bay. She considered legal action, no, a personal attack, against the executive editor, that smug SOB she dated a million years ago. Instead, She did nothing but walk back into the house. This called for coffee. Strong coffee. An hour later, a perfectly coiffed Pamela stood in line at the blue bottle kiosk. The offending newspaper, still in its condom, was tucked into her Prada tote. There weren't enough yoga classes in the world to take down her ire at this point. She knew that. Jock lay down at her feet and yawned as she leaned toward the Java boy. An espresso, she hissed. Make it a double. The dog would help her get through this. Ten minutes later, Pamela was seated on a bench at Patricia's Green, a heart-healthy walk from her house on Alamo Square. She took a slug of espresso and steeled herself. Then she opened the paper and began to read. The Society Dom lands in SF in strategic career move, trumpeted the headline. Pamela felt a flame of white-hot anger surge through her body. Those fuckers. When she had refused an interview, she had no idea just how far they would take this. She read on. Pamela Delacroix, the socialite-turned-dominatrix known as the Society Dom, recently arrived in San Francisco to rebuild a new life after her widely publicized divorce from New York philanthropist Linton J. Delacroix. Friends say she is hoping to return to a simple life, which explains the purchase of a $1.6 million house in Hayes Valley 
as opposed to the much bigger mans she might have purchased in Pack Heights had she won in court. But alas, winning is hard to do when you're caught in bed with the husbands of your friends, especially when you're serving as their amateur dominatrix. So, it is with open arms that San Franciscans have welcomed the society dom who declined to be interviewed for this piece. Pamela slammed the paper shut and stuffed the offending newspaper into a nearby trash can. She would be forever tarnished for the rest of her life for one, well, okay, six indiscretions. A young man passing by looked at her and smiled. Does he know me, she wondered. Has he heard of the society, Dom? She didn't have to answer that question for herself. Everybody had.